0: This is The Dudes, delivering
1: to you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics, featuring Reflector, Managing Editor Tanner Marler, and WMSB Sports
0: Director Cody Blazek. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of The Dudes here on 911 WMSV. I'm Tanner Marlar, and alongside is Cody Blazak. We've got a wild weekend ahead, full of MSU sports, and it starts tonight. Men's basketball taking on South Dakota. Late tip-off, 8 p.m. here in the hump. Not the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, just South Dakota. Should be, in theory, a good chance to push this men's team to 4-0 and on the season. I don't remember
1: the last time we went 4-0. and We might have done it last I year. Thought I thought we went remember. 4-0 and
0: last year. I thought we did. We started out 4-0 and last year. And they ran into a snag when Minnesota came. And the grad student dude dropped like 34.
1: It's you, possible. I just don't remember.
0: The lefty dude was raining from like 35 feet out. It was ridiculous.
1: It's very, very possible. I just
0: – I can't remember. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, so I'm not going to judge. But you know what I will judge is exactly how well this team is playing right now. Granted, haven't played any phenomenal teams, but the defense looks like they're playing with their pants on fire. 14.5-point favorite. You think they I, – I think they cover it.
1: I think they do, too. I mean, they – this is wild. I've never seen something like this before. South Dakota averages 75.3 points per game. Jeez. They allow 75.3 points per game. I've hey. never seen that before. That's wild. That's
0: interesting. That's interesting. I mean, what are they What's their record? 2 and 1. 2 and 1. Okay.
1: They have played Wisconsin, who they lost 85 to 59. They beat Lipscomb 85 to 77 and they beat Dakota State. Eighty-two, sixty-four.
0: Dakota State. Now, is that just like a like a university in between the Dakotas, or like I I don't know. I'm not. What if it's like on the border? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if it's like right on the border of like the Dakotas? Ha-
1: half half of it is South Dakota and half of it is North,
0: North Dakota. Dakota. Well, at one point, so we have a North and South Dakota, and that implies that uh, the at one point the existence of just a Dakota, and that's intriguing to me. Because if we still had a does Dakota, does it though, or what if it
1: was just like they decided to well, name there was it a, South Dakota, and then like they were like we're lazy, so we're just gonna name it North Dakota?
0: No, like there was like Carolina was just Carolina at one point, and then divided into North and South Carolina, Vir- Virginia and West Virginia, the same way. So that implies that there was at one point the existence of just a Dakota, and they split at some point. It was probably a pretty nasty breakup, if I had to guess. <laughs> What are we talking about? The, geography. The dudes here on the dudes, your number one source for uh, geography content. We are. We're so.
1: I don't want to say delusional, but it's so are. late in <laughs> the well, semester. You guys have
0: to understand. We, while we do this every day, and appreciate all of the amazing listeners here on the dudes. We are students. We we go to class. We have exams, and lately. I think every one of my professors has just decided to turn up the knob just a little bit. I would have to agree with that. And I don't remember that in past semesters. I do. Every November to me, it just seems like a torture chamber.
1: I <sighs> always love looking at Canvas and seeing that big number seven
0: <laughs> on the to do list.
1: <laughs> yeah. On the to do list.
0: Well, Mississippi State basketball has something to do tonight, and it is a grab, a much-needed win. Um, Ken Palm rankings. Really liking the Bulldogs, Cody.
1: I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
0: Uh, currently, I think it's a good thing. I mean, Well, I think, I think this is what's happening because
1: we noticed it happening last week, or Tuesday, I don't remember when it was. We're getting way too excited.
0: We are. I'm getting dangerously excited about Mississippi State basketball. They are, however, like I said... Pretty high up in the Ken Palm rankings. Right now, they're sitting at 36. 35 is Oregon. 37 is Penn State. They're above Xavier. They're above Florida. They're above Miami, Oklahoma. Ole Miss is actually sitting at 44. They're above UAB. UAB sits at 49.
1: Who has the highest score in the league right now. The
0: leading scorer in the country plays for the UAB Blazers. That's correct. Even TCU, TCU down at 54. So Ken Palm really likes Mississippi State right now. Now, whether that's a good thing or not, like we said, we'll leave it up to you.
1: I take it back. He's not the leading scorer anymore. Uh,
0: Who is now? Damian Dunn. Ah, where does he play? Temple. Temple. You know, that's a basketball school. That's a basketball school. Pretty good history The fact that he
1: has dropped out of the top five means... He, he has must have a, had a bad game. had a very bad game.
0: That or he was subbed out in the second quarter or the first half because they were up so much.
1: That is very possible, too. We'll take a quick look into that. UAB played at Presbyterian last night. They won 92-61. to 61. Yeah, I'm going to imagine he got subbed out. And or
0: he probably only had like 20. Maybe he didn't even play. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay.
1: So he's average, He's averaging 26 a game
0: right now. But he was averaging above 30 before that. 31 game. and a half. Yeah, 31 and a half. Guess who number one is in the CANPOM Palm rankings as of this morning. Just guess. Texas? Correct.
1: That's wild. I... I I know they l- ran through Gonzaga, but I don't think this Gonzaga team is nearly as good as last year's team or the year before
0: that. I I will always say that Gonzaga is not going to be able to defend teams like Texas or a team like uh, even a Baylor or a Virginia or maybe even a Tennessee with a high powered offense like that and just freak athletes all over the floor. In Arkansas, I don't think Gonzaga can defend in Arkansas.
1: I think that Arkansas looks scary.
0: Arkansas does look scary. I mean, they every member of that team is a freak of nature. Every single one of them. You go down the bench, it's insane. Mississippi State does have Arkansas
1: on the schedule this year. Of course. Plays them plays them
0: twice. They should at least. First
1: first time they meet with Arkansas is February eleventh at Arkansas. And I believe that's the only time they meet with them.
0: They may only play them once this year. They did play them twice last year. I remember that.
1: Believe they only get Arkansas once this year on the road.
0: So they're the one game for Mississippi State out of the West this year instead of the two.
1: (laughs) That game is not being broadcasted at the moment.
0: Oh, it's going to have to be.
1: (laughs) At at the moment, it's not.
0: It's going to have to be. they, They need to change their minds on that.
1: They really do. They really do. You know, they've got some cool names for some of these early season tournaments. Give me, give me your favorite. Uh, the one I just found, when, we play, when State plays Drake, it's called Battle in the Vault.
0: Yeah, it's the Battle in the Vault.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, my personal favorite, and you alluded to it on Hot Takes the other day, the Cougar Classic.
1: <laughs> that is cool. That
0: is just a cool <laughs> name, the Cougar Classic. However, let's let's dive into some predictions for this Mississippi State team. Uh, Deshaun Davis, first of all, uh, I don't believe he's going to play. And, you know, Jans has mentioned that his ankle injury, uh, it's not severe, but they would, at this point in the season they would rather sit Deshaun, get him back to 100%, and then let him come back. And I completely understand that.
1: Well, the, the way that... Jans utilizes his bench. It makes no sense not to rest him yeah. because I mean, yeah, he's gonna you play. Got, but you
0: got guys on the bench that can ball handle too. It's not like you're it's not like Tolu. Knock on wood. It's not like Tolu got hurt.
1: I mean, it's wild to me. Our highest minutes guy is DJ Jeffries, twenty five minutes a game. I mean, that's just over a half. It's, yeah, they're not playing There's, a lot of look, time, and
0: they're getting big production out of the young guys. Like, uh, Kamani Hamilton is a guy that I'm super excited for. You know, six foot nine. Showed a lot of handle ability in high school. Uh, really good athlete. Showed the ability to knock down shots in high school. He's a guy I'm really excited for. And obviously, Martavius Russell, after the jam against Arkansas Pine Bluff, he's got fans buzzing about his future here at Mississippi State. So if Jans can keep this young group together, I have nothing but faith that they can uh, really put together some impressive some impressive seasons. Not to mention uh, Mississippi State receiving a, a sign. From Guy Chole, four-star center out of Atlanta, legit seven-footer, can move, going to be a big piece for this Bulldog team in the future, I believe. I think, you know the one
1: guy I'm ready to see get, get rolling in the season? Who's that? Will McNair.
0: I don't think you're going to see him, quote-unquote, get rolling. He's just, even when his time at New Mexico State he was never a big points guy, but he's great on defense. He's got a really good body. Um, that's the kind of guy he is. I'll tell you who I'm ready to see kind of find their jump shot, though, and that's Shaq Moore. If Shaquille Moore finds his jump shot and finds his range from three, and we know he can hit them. We know he's got the range, and he knows he's got the range. Once he finds it, I think he's going to be able to add a very special piece to this offense. What's your final score prediction for tonight?
1: A lot to a little.
0: A lot to a little. Give me a number. Let's at least try to be journalistic.
1: We'll go seventy-eight to fifty-two.
0: I like that. I'm gonna go seventy-four to forty-nine. I think this defense. Po- the is point
1: difference is like almost the same.
0: It is, but I, th- I think this defense is ridiculously good.
1: Yeah, no, they are they are a great defense. The, the, they're a good defense, but I'm ready for like a real challenge. To see how legit this defense is, I think they're going to be a good defense throughout the season. But like, I, you're playing nobodies right now, so I'm ready. I'm not ready now, but obviously,
0: and you're no getting hate. the reps in and
1: everything. No hate
0: to South Dakota. I don't think they're giving them that kind of challenge tonight.
1: Well, th- you're going up against a team, and once again, not playing a whole lot of good teams, but averaging se- just over seventy-five points a game. So, you look
0: at, I look at that Wisconsin team as a pretty comparable team to Mississippi State. Maybe Wisconsin's a little bit better. However, I think they're very similar defensively. I think Mississippi State rolls, and Cody does too. We're going to take a short break, come back, and talk about this bright and early 11 a.m. matchup for Mississippi State football this weekend, kind of building up, leading to the Egg Bowl. And we're going to talk some coaching carousel rumors. Right here on 911 WMSV's The Dudes, just after these short messages. Stay with us.
1: I spent a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. And in an 09, it was sparks from me, your chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit smokybear.com. brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires.
0: Welcome back into The Dudes here on ninety-one-one WMSV. If you're just joining us, I'm Tanner Marlar alongside Cody Blazak. And it's Cupcake Week, Cody. One of our favorite weeks here on The Dudes. 11 a.m. matchup this weekend between Mississippi State and East Tennessee State. How packed do you think Davis Wade's going to be on Saturday? Not very. Not very?
1: No. Early, cold not a great opponent.
0: Yeah, I kind of got to agree.
1: 30,000 maybe.
0: Maybe? Maybe 30. Yeah, I I I think that's a good bet. I really do.
1: I'll be there in spirit.
0: Yeah, I will also be there in spirit. I have a Thanksgiving on Saturday. I'll be watching it. I will be. Rooting for the dogs. It's a tune-up game, let's be honest. This game is just to get everybody back, get everybody healthy, get everybody in a good state of mind before they go on the road next Saturday, at the or next Thursday, excuse me, next Thursday. We do it every year. We do it every single year on a cold, rainy night at Oxford. That's all this is. We all know what we're waiting for. But you got to win them. You, you got to win them all. You can't let your bye games slide by. What's a Mississippi State got to do to beat East Tennessee on Saturday?
1: Play like they should. I, I I don't know. I have a hard time with this. I mean, it's – it's. you come off a loss to Georgia that I really don't think should have been as big as it was, had some bad calls. I mean, you just got to go out and play your game. Get, get the reps in and prepare for Thanksgiving for Ole Miss. I mean – you leach needs an egg bowl. He needs one, and he needs it now.
0: Yes, he does.
1: So I, I mean, I think, I think this week is just really preparation. I, I hate to say it's practice and full speed, but so, something just to get everyone where they need to be, so you can go in prepared against Ole Miss.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of that Ole Miss game. They have a head coach, his name is Lane Kiffin, and I think we talked about it some on Tuesday, but the rumors are still heating up, Cody. They are, and you can't, you, we can't act like they're not. The Kiffin to Auburn rumors have gotten nothing but hotter in the last few days. And I have seen multiple people on Twitter. And look, now with the induction of Twitter Blue, you can't put a lot of faith into verified accounts anymore. You just can't. But a lot of people are saying that that job has been offered to Kiffin. And one I even saw said he will announce it after the Egg Bowl. Uh,
1: I'm I'm not surprised. Like... I feel like I've been saying this enough. I just uh, It doesn't shock me.
0: You want to know what this feels like to me? And it's so eerily similar, it's insane. Do you remember last year the Lincoln-Riley to LSU rumors? And how that was supposedly a done deal you and mean everything that- was signed? No. Uh, Cody, yeah, that's true. Cody doesn't remember things. Well, that was a thing. I mean it was there were even people tweeting like hey Lincoln Riley has been hired like he's the guy. And then he wasn't. And then he wasn't. I get an eerily similar feeling with this. I Kiffin may be gone. But I'm not sure it's to Auburn. I don't know where it's where it is, but I'm not sure it's to Auburn. Where else do you take a coaching spot right now? He ain't leaving the SEC. With guys with big money, I mean that's the thing. The report is that I've saw, and I didn't even want to mention this because I don't believe this is an entirely accurate figure, and I hate reporting. You know, dollar amounts before anything has been signed. But I saw I saw that they'd offered him fifty-eight mil for eight years. Auburn. Yes. I mean, it's possible. I just, and here's the deal: Ole Miss can match the money amount, but they can't match the time amount because of a statute in Mississippi that says government employees, which these head coaches technically are, cannot sign a contract for longer than four years.
1: Which, the way sports are evolving, I think will hurt. It hurts Mississippi.
0: It hurts Mississippi in general. It does.
1: It does. I mean, I and I don't care if it's Mississippi State, Jackson Ole Miss, State, Ole Jackson Miss, Jackson State, Southern does Miss. not matter. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I I mean, I I, I think it's a match for Kiffin. I think it's smart. Er, in my mind, it makes sense, and it just if you see him leave, it just doesn't surprise me.
0: It wouldn't surprise me at all. And a roster, I go back to this, and I know I said on Tuesday I think Ole Miss is in a better state of program. We've seen it over and over. A roster is not the defining factor in a coach staying. A lot of times it's that dollar amount. And if Auburn can make him an offer that Ole Miss can't, then it is what it is.
1: I also think the way the way – Coaches can go from the top to the bottom, I also think, affects a lot because if you can if you can hit a, like an eight-year deal like you would with Auburn and you plummet, you're going to get a big buyout. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean.
0: I mean, even if you go in there and win four games a year for the first three years, you're still getting 58 mil at the end of it. I mean, we're seeing the same thing with Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo's going to get 95 mil out of Texas A&M one way or another. 95 mil. If Kiffin goes and does the same thing, which I personally, I think if he goes to Auburn, I don't think he does. I think if he does go to Auburn, I think that program becomes more competitive. Maybe not in the first year, but after that, I think they become more competitive. They're still going to be little brother in that state. That's just a fact. But I think they become more competitive under Kiffin.
1: I I think Auburn will be the little brother to Alabama for the next I think it'll be century because they're not going to catch up to them. No,
0: you I, can't catch up to that alumni base, that amount of money, I, and that kind of pedigree. I, I mean, it's, it's you may have if you, they do
1: it. It's going to be while my grandkids are still alive.
0: You might have one stint like you did in the mid two thousands and the and in, in times like that before Saban got there, where Auburn was a arguably a better program. But it's not a it's not a sustainable thing. It's not. It's just not. Not when you're not when you're going up against University of Alabama. It Kiffin goes. I think, I, I think that rival, rivalry will get heated. My question to you now is this: If Kiffin doesn't go, who's out there for Auburn? That's not named Deion Sanders.
1: I don't think Dion will go to Auburn. I don't
0: think he will either.
1: I think you could put all the money in the world on it, and I still don't think he'd go.
0: I don't either. There's very few There's very few spots I think he would leave JSU for, and that's not one of them.
1: Uh, you want me to be honest with you? Auburn is in such a bind right now that I feel like if they can't get Kiffin, they'll take just about anyone they can. Think
0: they promote Cadillac?
1: You know, if I were an Auburn fan, I wouldn't have an issue with it.
0: Wouldn't either. I, I mean, either.
1: The kids love them. The fan base loves them. I mean, I I don't see why we not. Went out and beat A and M. And and he if you th- he's
0: not going to get a huge contract either. No. So if he doesn't pan out, you ain't having a big buyout. Yeah, you're not worried about losing fifty eight mil. You just dropped because you have a first time head coach. You're not going to give that kind of guy fifty eight mil. No,
1: you you just lost. Two si- coaches with big buyouts. I feel
0: like you're going to sign him for, like, three years, 20.
1: Mm, he's not going to make a lot. I mean, he'll make a lot, but he ain't going to make a lot. He's not going to make 58. I think that
0: three years, three. you think maybe three years, 15, 15, 20? Well, I think it would
1: be three years anywhere from 10 to 15. Yeah. I, I do think, though, that they just can't. Uh, they Like, they can't afford, but they're just dishing out money because they just unveiled their new $95 million training facility. Which, by the way, facility. is so nice. I, I mean, they're, they're dropping money like it grows on trees right now.
0: That's what you got to do these days. That's what you have to do these days.
1: New facilities does bring in players.
0: It does do that. It does do that.
1: Predictions
0: this weekend. Mississippi State. Forty two East Tennessee. Twelve.
1: Twelve. I don't like that number. I
0: think it's a field goal fest for them. Four field goals.
1: We'll go we'll go ten to forty nine. Touchdown
0: and a field goal? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Forty nine, ten. Stayed on top. Seven and five. Try or excuse me. Seven Seven and and four. four Trying to go eight and and four on the season.
0: Yeah. Keep your eyes glued to the screen this weekend. There's a lot of big matchups in the SEC. However, Mississippi State's is not one of them. We're going to get into a big matchup for a certain Mississippi State team here right after these messages. Stay tuned here on The Dudes.
1: My son Aiden has asthma. Secondhand smoke has triggered his asthma so bad to the point where he had to end up in the emergency room. And he has spent multiple nights in intensive care. Now he's on a whole bunch of medications. My tip to you is don't be shy to tell people not to smoke around your
0: kids. Four out of 10 US kids are exposed to secondhand smoke. If you or someone you know wants free help to quit smoking, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the dudes here on 911 WMSV. Tanner Marlar speaking alongside Cody Blazak, who's headbutting his microphone. It's been a long day, hasn't it? Woodpecking it. Woodpecking it. Woodpecking it. It's been a long day.
1: Yeah. It's been a long week a for long some reason. reason.
0: It's been a long week. Just, you're at that
1: point where it's like almost break time, but like you're and not the senioritis, right there.
0: And the Let me tell you, the senioritis <laughs> is set in. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I woke up. Uh, I woke up early, same time I always do. Uh, yesterday, or no, day before, or Monday. I'm sorry, Monday. I woke up early on Monday, the same time I always do. Woke up in time to make it to my 9 a.m. I asked my Alexa what the weather was outside, and she said, "It's 32." She said it's cold. Like she really said, it's cold. cold. Like and I cold. said, you know what? Not today. <laughs> Not today. I went to my 12.30, but did not make it to the 9 a.m. I love having a dog, but taking it out in this weather is oh, rough. Oh, I don't envy you. I don't envy you. I don't even want to take myself out in this weather, much Amen. less a dog. Mississippi State soccer. Biggest matchup in program history this weekend. I think that is no, no question. And it's against a very beatable opponent, the University of Memphis. 4 p.m. tomorrow afternoon in Fayetteville. Mississippi State, they've been kind of banged up this year. We've all talked about the absence of Matty Anderson, but there has been several members of this Mississippi State squad that have really been banged up throughout the year. Everybody just about is back. It, just about everybody is healthy. We should see the exact same team that we saw go on that nine-game win streak there at the start of the season. And I think that is very dangerous for Memphis and Ohio State or Arkansas.
1: We also had released this week Maddie Anderson, Alyssa Delois, Macy Hodge, and Gwen Mummer were selected for College Sports Communicators Academic All-District Team. The organization obviously uh, announced it this week, and it's earning bids to the upcoming Academic All-America ballot.
0: Well, at least they're going to class. Oh, they—they're going to class at least. Maybe not me and Cody, but they're going to class. I make it, I made it. Did I? Yeah, I made it to my class this morning. I made it to mine this morning. I have an eight a.m. No, you didn't.
1: You made it to your.
0: No, I have an eight a.m. on Tuesday, Thursdays. I thought I made you said it. you
1: had a nine o'clock class today.
0: No, eight. Oh, oh well. No, Tuesday, Thursdays I have an eight a.m. I didn't make Tuesdays eight a.m. But I did make Thursdays today's. So, big ups, big ups. Had a good, I've been productive today. Sent a lot of emails. Answered some emails. It's been good. Mississippi State might make it to the
1: Sweet 16.
0: They very well might. And then, get this. What what happens if they win the next one? And this is an Elite Eight squad. Uh, Pandemonium?
1: You make it to the Elite Eight, you're going to have a rough time. It's
0: going to be a rough time. It's going to be a rough time. It, However, it,
1: they, this team.
0: They're at full strength now, though.
1: Yeah. they—they they, Once and, again, they're going to struggle putting, putting the ball on the back of the net, but they do very well keeping the ball out of the back of the net.
0: And that can always give you a chance.
1: You ever wonder that, we're getting really off topic on some of these things today, but why is it called the back of the net when it's really hitting the front of the net?
0: Well, when it goes into the net, it crosses the front of the net, but it hits, hits the back of the net. No, it hits the front of the net. Because if you're looking at the yeah, net, it's... I, I see what you're saying now. So, but like, why? Because it's it, a
1: goal. It's not a net. It's a goal. It's a goal. And it hits the front of the net, not the back of the net. That, that's
0: fair. We need a new term. We need a new term. It can't be, like, in the pocket. This is what it's goes, a big pocket.
1: This is what goes through our minds
0: when we're sleep-deprived. It is. It is. It's. I mean, you couldn't call it a pocket. <laughs> like, it's a big pocket. Like, she kicks it in the pocket. Like, that wouldn't work. Would it?
1: No, I don't think it would. No. Nonetheless... At, I'll give you an X factor real quick, and this is an X factor for the entire tournament. And it's Maddie Anderson, and I think it's—I don't—it's cliche and obvious, but she really is the determining factor in just about everything because of her presence in goal, the what she does for the defense, how they play out of the back, uh, decision making, just about everything, uh, stopping shots. If she plays her game. I really think the state team could win against every opponent. You may not beat them in regulation or overtime, but you give your shot, give your team a shot in PKs. And if I had to pick one one keeper from the entire nation for PKs, I
0: I, I think it'd be Maddie Anderson.
1: I, I think it's quite obvious.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: I think state. I think state wins two o
0: against Memphis two o. I think they win one o my prediction. 1-0. I, I,
1: I think you're going to see a jolt.
0: I could see that. I don't think this Memphis team... This Memphis team, they've had an interesting story. You know, they scrape in to the tournament by winning their conference outright. A conference that's not really known for soccer, granted. They get a bad draw, or what was thought to be a bad draw, with St. Louis. St. Louis had, had lost one match on the season. Granted, hadn't played anybody, but had only lost one match. They go on the road to St. Louis, come out with a win... And now they're traveling to Fayetteville to play a Mississippi State team that has played high-level competition, game in, game out, all year long. I I think, I think this bodes well for Mississippi State. However, this Memphis team is riding a high. I think the one thing
1: that I would be concerned about for playing Memphis is I think that you're going to see a lot of pos- possession time. With State, I think you're going to see a 65-35 possession in, in, favor, fa- of in favor of State. In of State? But my fear is you might see towards the later part of the game, whether it's one nothing or nothing-nothing, I think you're going to see the possibility of a press that might be able to break down that State possession and possibly get you for a quick goal. Otherwise, I think State can control this game and play their game at a high level.
0: I agree. I agree. And I think it's those matches in the season at a high level that make me a little more comfortable, if they win, going into play Arkansas or Ohio State. Uh, because Mississippi State's been in big environments. They've played the best teams in the country this year. They've played the most talented teams in the country. They've played the Arkansas. They've played the A&M's. They've played the South Carolinas. The Alabamas. The Alabamas. And they didn't play bad against any of them.
1: No, yeah, they had some they had some breaks where that, some that bit them
0: with some injuries. And, well, as well. And,
1: yeah, and they played with injuries. But uh, you lost to Bama four-one in one of the matchups, and you were out without Maddie Anderson. And those, I think, three of those four goals came within fifteen minutes. that. Yeah, it was break. it
0: was just a spurt for Bama, and if you can cut off that spurt, I think it's a much different match. They're gonna to try to cut off that spurt this weekend. If they win Friday, they bounce back, turn around really quickly, and play again at five on Sunday. Both of those games are broadcasted on ESPN plus. I would imagine if they advance to the Elite Eight after that, those games become nationally televised somewhere. I believe so. I would I would I'd bank on that. I would. That's about all the time we've got. Here on the dudes today. Just a quick reminder you can listen to the dudes on any and all of your podcast streaming platforms. I'm talking Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, every single one of them. Those are out there completely free. We would just appreciate the listen. Or you can listen right here on 911 WMSV every Tuesday and Thursday at 6. If you want national sport coverage, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6, we have hot takes. It's me and Cody. Again, if you just love our casual, humoristic style and velvety smooth voices, tune in. Give it a listen. Give it a try. You never know. You might like it. Once again, that's about all the time we've got for today. I'm Tanner Marler. He's Cody Blazak. This has been The Dudes on 91.1 WMSV. The proceeding was a WMSV production.